a way but it is it he will stop it he knows where to stop it uh, because each trial is a uh like a platform for his uh, for his glory so uh that was one thing and uh, my mother was telling that uh, two days back you know she was having some pain in the stomach for four five days you know he, she didn't tell on the last day only she told so i was telling my mom to use god's word because you know it is not that just by saying we have to experience god we have to taste him only then we can know how good he is so i told my mom to tell you know in malayalam i was telling in my language to tell you know by your stripes i'm healed i told i told her to uh, to pray and tell this word uh, with full faith you know just trust him 100% and i told her i told her that tomorrow you'll be fine 100% and uh, the next day when i called her she was having the pain for four five days it was really disturbing for her the next day i don't know when i called her and i asked the first question i asked how was your pain she told everything is gone uh, that was really great uh, small small things also even though you know uh, of course it will disturb us uh, because we are here and my parents are there when they are sick you know we will feel really disturbed but uh, god his divine protection is always there his hand is always there Uh, when he is there for us it is always good for us and uh, um, i give all the glory to god praise god praise god divya praise god praise god for stopping the rain praise god for tell, uh, helping you to give the word to your mom praise god god be praised thank god for all that god has done for you this week God is so good. God is so good. Praise God. Thank God. Give God all the what darling? Um so as you know today is Halloween yeah. and um uh, my friends and me we just want to go simply trick or treating and uh, I'm dressed up as an angel for Halloween but um I wanted to see if it was right to go if it honored God so I wanted to ask you am I allowed to go? Um Halloween is uh is a day is a festival for uh you know witches and um people who really worship Satan so that's their day to celebrate that holiday and we as God's people Satan is our enemy right so we yes. don't go and celebrate their festival we have Christmas we have Easter we have Good Friday we have birthdays we have New Year we have a lot of other days that we can celebrate Maybe for Christmas you can dress as angel, but uh, I think not on Halloween's day. Okay, darling. Okay. Okay. Love you, princess. And is <laughs> how much by it? It's it's uh, they like it when they get it from the next door or who are we? Right. <laughs> I told her to pray, and you know, I told her God will guide you. He was, I know, I was telling no, 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 it's not right. then i told okay you pray and when the meeting is going on you can ask the pastor and she will help you out you know she will guide you how it is like from god's guidance you know like god will speak to you through her just now she's okay okay good good praise god that's that's good as long as she has a desire to... pastor kripa because drishya uh, is uh, you know dressing up as angel even i was having a lot of problem from manora mama when drishya can do i can't i do i said no <laughs> right right now the show has no so so much problem yes. he wants to wear 
carry thing. I told you are God's child, so you should wear only good things. What is God's thing? <laughs> I'm trying to stop her in many ways, but she right. is trying to. Just we are just going to get candies only. That's it. Right, 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 right. <laughs> uh, thank How God. Much I for them. That's not enough. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Thank God she knows now. So I think she's yeah. Nora. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. God is good. It's good. Praise God. And really, that rain was really a very. Uh, it was such a heavy rain. Means heavy rain. Mm. Uh, God really folded the rain. Actually, nearly some ten hours right that He just right. folded. Otherwise, it would have been a big loss. Uh, big loss. Very big loss. The, the whole building would have been a messed up. Praise God. Praise God. Was okay. it? A- is fine but we should we should see in that uh, angle also if that would have if that rain would have come that time the things would have been you know something would have been gone wrong very badly yeah, everything would have been affected yeah construction yeah the rain is not good when you're constructing yeah would have, you know we would have lost our peace of mind you know it is yeah. really you know god his uh, his hand is so powerful yeah, yeah. praise god. my started uh, uh experiencing the power, power of yes. word yes 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 i was searching for that verses and i want to send that uh, malayalam um, bible that <laughs> yeah uh, yeah so that you know yeah. i said 33 i think right yes That's- yes yes and it's in the new testament also yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. right i just want to send her because you know it's easy to say that you know uh, i have faith i have trust okay yes, okay yes, yes but you know when we taste only when trial comes we started taste yeah yeah experience you know and by that we become very stronger yes yes again we get even more stronger and yeah yeah to him yes yes thank you Praise God, praise God. That's what trials are meant to do: strengthen our faith, mold our character, make us more like Jesus. Have, have us to um, be able to share many testimonies from there. Praise God, because you had the trial, you have testimonies today. Praise God, praise God, praise God. Archana, how was your week? Praise God. Week was week was good. So um, last Saturday, hmm. uh, last Saturday, uh, as I had messaged you, so uh, last Saturday our parents in law when I was talking to my parents in law like Prashant me we were talking and uh, um, then my father in law he started talking like it was challenging like hmm. why we are doing and you know hmm. different religions about all those things. So yeah. um, we we were trying to explain them, but. Uh, Yeah, but we we are happy that at least now they are discussing about that. Right, 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 right. right, right. Um, and God gave me strength that when uh, when my father-in-law asked me about my schedule of the day. So mm-hmm. earlier, what we used to do because we knew that they they are not feeling good about us following Jesus. So mm-hmm. whenever they used to ask us, we used to avoid if we are reading Bible or you know all those right, things. Right, right, right. Avoid saying that. But that day, uh, and. That day I said I said everything. Yeah, I wake up at this time. I attend my morning call. I 
uh, read Bible and this and that. And Ara was attending that uh, uh, um, that meeting with Esther that that day. Yeah. So yeah. we used to avoid to tell that thing to our parents-in-law. I told that too. So I guess that thing um, made them to discuss about all those things. Mm. Uh, with them and then the other day uh, my brother he started asking about that but then we didn't get a chance to talk he asked me I just said few words and then after that you know he got a call so we didn't get a chance to talk but now I know that they have questions and I guess we we are now more open to talk to them yeah um, so that even they can ask whatever they have in their mind and heart like at least they they can open up and we can share. Yeah. Uh, the other thing is, uh, praise um, Lord. You, praise yeah, Lord. praise Lord. The other thing, you know, you, you have mentioned during one prayer meeting, uh, like have a faith like a child. So it, it's a simple sentence, but I guess I wasn't able to understand, uh, mm. you know, what does it mean by having a faith like a child? And uh, I will say that night when we were having devotion time, our family devotion time, um, so Prashant was explaining Arav about sin and was saying that, you know, we all are sinner and all those things. And Arav stood up. He said, no, we all are not sinner. Mama is not sinner. Prashant said, no, we all are sinner. So he was saying, no, we all are sinner. Sinner said, no, one person is not sinner. Mom is not sinner. Mom is not sinner. <laughs> and I was just looking at him. Because at that time, I understood what is faith like child. So then I have to like Prashant was telling, but he was denying. And then I have to intervene. And I said, no, I am also a sinner. And then, you know, I explained. So he didn't, he wasn't ready to, uh, he wasn't accepting that thing until I came and said. Mm. So at that time, I completely understood what is the meaning of childlike faith. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. How that faith actually adamantly believes, right? Right, yes. Not be convinced any other way. That's right. Innocence and and that um, complete trust, you know, that comes out of love and that confidence that um, fully trust that my mom cannot go wrong. Yes. Praise God. Praise, Praise God. God. Beautiful. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God for God working in your, in your family. You know, that, that's been your prayer and God is doing it now because for them to, and, and you are a testimony. See, it wouldn't have happened if you were still hiding your faith, but because you went, you know, ahead and told what you were doing, that has opened the door for that conversation for them to really come to know that, okay, there's something different. You know, even if they think that somebody brainwashed, they need to know how did these people get brainwashed? What is that? Because yes. the truth can set them free. So we really um, need to continue to pray and also look for every opportunity to really lovingly, you know, present the truth, present the truth in love, you know, with prayer and let God do the work. Praise yes. God. Praise God. It's good. It's good. Praise yeah, God. That's true. They think that because we... Uh, we moved to Canada initially, and that was the reason why, you know, we are moving towards Christianity. We we are trying to explain them that is not the fair fact. Right. But, right. Yeah. right, 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 right. Yeah. Praise God. Praise God. Jinsi, how was your week? Praise God. Um, yeah. My week was good, Pastor, by God's grace. Yeah, um, yeah this week, 
we were very, very busy at work. And, uh, yeah, for some reason, we were short-staffed also. So it was very busy at work. But I got to see really the hand of God. And I was very thankful to the Lord for sustaining me. Because um, <laughs> all my other co-workers were, like, complaining. And, you know, they were trying to vent out. And it was, like, really difficult. But I, throughout the days, like, I felt, you know, that the Lord is with me at that time. And I felt his peace, his strength, his joy. Like, um, yes, you know, sometimes, like, I would feel like my back is hurting or, you know, like getting heavy with the pregnancy and everything. And now, you know, getting closer. But I totally saw, like, how, you know, as many times you say, like, we have the divine power of God, the strength of God. And that is so different. And these are people who exercise. These are people who are like runners and, you know, all these athletically, you know, they're very physically very fit. And, you know, here I am like with the pregnancy and everything. And even at home, like we're busy. But I totally saw how God's word, um, God's strength and how the Lord really carries us through. And also the Lord reminded me that um, I used to have times like that. When, you know, um, this was like way before when we first started coming uh, for the meetings and when we first got introduced to the pastors, like I used to see that in my mom that, you know, she she's she works very, very hard, very hard. And at that time as a child, I, I didn't appreciate that so much. And I was like, oh, housework is so boring and, you know, that kind of stuff. And I never wanted, I wanted to be always like more like, you know, professional or things like that. But um, then, of course, when we got married and everything, so I saw, like, you know, there is a place for everything. And it's so important. The role that God has given to everybody, it is it is so very important, you know. So when it is at the house, it is a lot of responsibilities, a lot of work. And we really need God in everything. So, yeah, the point that I was going to say was, like, um, I used to hear, you know, complaining of, like, this pain, that pain. and then. I used to give my my two cents at that time. And um, and I used to see the same thing happening in my body, you know, that I used to have like so much fatigue and uh, so much body ache and everything after work. And it's really seemed like toil, you know, like it's you're working so hard, you know, working for the family, whatever. But it's like at the end of the day, like it's like toil and suffering kind of thing. But when I really started with the meetings and everything, um, and I know Pastor Kruba has prayed for me specifically, so I don't remember exactly when it started happening, but I really saw the grace of God. I really saw like, even with less sleep, you can accomplish so much. And when you invest your time in the things of God, how God multiplies your energy, how God multiplies the strength that you have. And you can do whatever work you have, you have, you can do that and much more with the grace of God, without the body aches, the, the complaining and murmuring and all those things that happen later, you know, because that's what I used to see as a pattern. Like, you know, I would see like when my mom works so hard, but then, you know, at the end of the day, she's like, you know, it's like kind of miserable that, oh, this is hurting, that is hurting all of this. So I really saw that. And, um, at one point, I remember exactly um, when the Lord changed that in my life, that the Lord healed me of so many different things um, related to this physical fatigue and everything. And also, I used to get tension headaches. 
Um, this was something that I used and my sister also used to get that. And I remember sharing this testimony before, but I'll just share this today. So one day it was um, one of the El Bethel meetings. Initially when the meeting was, um, when we when we were just a small team and pastor was on the phone and we were in our old apartment and we had, I hadn't shared anything with her, but um, so that day, like, we, you know, pastor shared, discussed some things. And then when she prayed for me, she prayed specifically for this headache for me. And what what used to happen was it was like stress or tension headaches, migraine headaches. Like once I get it, it would be there for a few days. And then it's very, very hard. Like it gets worse and worse. And you feel that heaviness in your head. Even when I go to sleep, I wake up, but I don't, I feel like that heaviness and not, I don't feel refreshed, you know? And um, yeah, it was very difficult. Once like it hits, it's really bad. So that day, Pastor Kruber prayed for me and by God's grace, it's been probably now eight or nine years since then. I haven't had any episode after that. And as I said, like I hadn't even told her that, you know, so it was the Lord, you know, who revealed and the Lord broke that. The Lord gave the complete healing. And later on, I realized it's actually a generation curse because my sister had the same thing. And the Lord broke that as well when Pastor Kruba prayed for her. So, yeah, I was just thanking God. Like this week, I was like, for some reason, just because I I was surrounded by, you know, all the people and I was seeing like all that work and I was just seeing the grace of God and I was thanking God for helping me, you know. And uh, also that humbles me more that, Lord, my strength is for you. My body is for you, you know. Um, I want to give more, more of myself to the Lord. So, yeah, it really encouraged me and strengthened me to see how God carries his people. And uh, when we trust him, how, you know, he gives us his strength, his power. And uh, we can do so much that, as I said, like, you know, my coworkers, they're all like they go to crazy like fitness stuff and they're runners, like marathon runners, big time, you know. But it's so different when God's power is in us in our bodies and he gives us the strength. So praise God for that. Praise God. Praise God. Praise God for this beautiful testimony. Praise God for what God has done for um, Jinsi in her body, at her workplace now with the pregnancy. God is really carrying her with the supernatural strength and grace. Praise God for that. And praise God for the healing that gave her you know, from the migraine headaches. When you have that, you know what it is. So um, it's really... Uh, a big thing what God has done for her so we praise God and for his sister thank God for what God has done we give God all the glory blessed be the Lord praise God because that headache comes then it'll really hamper everything you know whatever you're doing you really cannot do when you have a migraine headache but God is good God has uh, healed her and her healing has been sustained for eight years only God can do that it's not a temporary relief you know it's a permanent healing when God heals, it's permanent. We praise God. Praise God. And uh, Nisi, how was your week, Nisi? Praise God. Uh, uh, Nisi had a terrific week. <laughs> what? <laughs> I said you had a terrific week. Yeah, I did. <laughs> I terrific week. Yeah, the Lord um has been you know, blessing me and Noah a lot with a lot of things. And 
especially, you know, with Noah's bed and the apartment, everything is, it's been hitting me this week that all this is happening. And I'm just, I'm, I've been so grateful. I'm really grateful. I feel like the Lord has been reminding me where he, where he's brought me from. And I, I literally looked at a person yesterday and I said, you know, that was me. That was me. And, and I can't believe I'm sitting here driving and <laughs> that, that was me, you know, that was me in, in the street, you know. And just, God just has been so good. He has blessed me and Noah. He has taken us away from the struggle and, um, we don't have to live a certain way anymore, how my family live. And I say that we are truly blessed. Um, the Lord, I'll just give a little testimony, you know, just a little background. The Lord has taken me and Noah out the street. Like a lot of our church family know, we've been in um, about 13 shelters. We lived a horrible life before we met the Lord. And in a year, he has taken us away from all that struggle and sin mainly all that that sinful lifestyle and the result of living a sinful lifestyle we struggle throughout the years and um God has found us and he brought us here and it's a blessing to see everything it's a blessing I it's, it's, it's hitting me more and more. Like, I'm like, this, this is, this is happening. <laughs> like, this is, this is real. Like, this is it. And, um, and I know God is going to do better. And it's not about this. It's just, this is, is, is a beautiful thing because he gave me my heart desires. You know, we lived in a shelter for four years and, even before then, I still be before having Noah struggling and not having actual voice. And giving us this is a huge blessing, but to bring us out of where we was at and just that lifestyle. And that's a humongous blessing for me. And that Noah don't have to grow up in that lifestyle and live the way we lived, you know, and God has truly given us a new identity. And a lot of things I see the Lord hand is moving in because a lot of things are happening that God is like officially closing the doors from my past. Like everything is happening and it's like, it's, it's, it's becoming, it's reality. It's like, it's hitting. It's like, wow, this is, this is real, you know? So I'm just so blessed. He has blessed us. A lot, <laughs> you know, so much is like, it's, it's, it's a lot, you know, um, we're two weeks in our apartment. The whole apartment is full. Only God can do something like that. And his word, he said it. And every single word he said in the baptism, every single word he spoke through personal prayer and 
every single word came true. It came to pass because God is a man of his word and his word is true. And I'm just so grateful. I'm so blessed and it's, it's truly a blessing. So I praise God. Praise God, praise God, praise God, praise God. Glory be to God. Every word, definitely God spoke, you know, through every prophecy, uh, whether it was in church, whether it was, you know, personal prayer. God has really brought it to pass. Uh, you know, it was just remembering that when you said God fulfilled the desires of your heart, and that was the exact words God said in the prophecy a couple of months ago, that God will, you know, fulfill the desires of our heart and everything that looked impossible. God was going to bring that down and the Lord started doing so fast and now it's really hitting you. <laughs> You're thinking like, it's, is it real? This is real. You know, this is real. It's the best life. Life with Jesus Christ is the best life, you know, to live because he is so faithful, so good, um, so powerful that he brings us out of our pit and then he puts us not just on a plain ground, but he puts us on a High mountain. That is where God is. So praise God for Nisi's testimony. Blessed be the Lord. Praise God. Praise God. Lorraine, how was your week? Praise God. We can't hear you, Lorraine. Yeah. Yeah. Praise God for all these testimonies that God has given. Really, it's the grace of God. I don't have my phone with me today. Yes, yes. Okay. I, I'm recording with the speaker, so that was why it was not picking up my voice. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll, I'll switch it back in a minute. Sure. Yeah. Well, praise the Lord. This was a beautiful week. It was an amazing week. God did many miracles this week that I didn't see coming, but it, um, yeah, the Lord's been really, I, I really totally can, uh, understand Jinsi's testimony. Nisi's testimony, it's just like I've seen God's supernatural strength in my body, you know, this week and, um, you know, teaching me different aspects of healing that I, I had shared this with Pastor already, but, you know, because the Lord healed me of sickness, you know, that I had for so long, pain and sickness and all the things that came along with that. <clears throat> um, but I never really like had an injury or anything directly, you know, something happened, an event where I can say, okay, this happened and now I'm having this after effect. So this was a different thing for me, this whole experience that, you know, God has me like walking through this and I'm having to learn different aspects of it. I don't know if that makes sense to somebody, but like for me, I know that I didn't ever have, when I was sick and I had pain um, and disease and things like that, it was a totally different experience and God um, healed me. I mean, I didn't ask for it and then pastor prayed for me and I was coming to the church and I was getting the healing so rapidly that it was just like a big blur. You know, everything was happening at that time, three years ago. 
I didn't have like a direct event that, you know, I came sick already, you know, and then the Lord started to heal me. So uh, until he fully healed me and I was, have been healed, you know, until this injury, you know, and this is a different, completely different thing. I never had anything um, like uh, the neck and shoulder um, injury that I have now. It was totally different. So this is something that I'm learning new things. I'm learning, um, you know, uh, fighting. I'm learning how to speak. You know, mother's meeting has been like directly like, the, the direct, um, most useful, uh, weapons, you know, that I'm learning in the mother's meeting, amazingly, unexpectedly, but it has helped me so much, you know, where the, my pain has significantly reduced just by watching how I speak, you know, just by watching, um, what I think, um, just different things, you know, I'm just learning a different aspect, even, you know, being very careful, uh, about, <clears throat> the testing and the things that I agree to not to be ignorant, you know, of the enemy's sneaky ways to try to get me sick again, you know, and it was something where I almost made a big mistake, you know, um, thinking that I was going to do some tests innocently that they asked me to do. And by God's grace, you know, um, after church on Sunday, I suddenly had a thought like, you know, I didn't even look up the risks of the test and I didn't even question it and I didn't do anything. So I had this really strong thought, like, don't do this test, you know, and, and I'm so thankful because what I was feeling, I had asked Pastor Kirba and I, I said, I'm thinking like this, you know, I don't, I think this is like a trick, you know, to get me sick. Cause I had not even looked up the test and, um, and it was, it's a very painful test. Uh, I'm remembering now I had a different version of it a long time ago, but, uh, when I looked up the, the risks, I was so thankful because I like, I, I, I felt in my heart, I almost, you know, could have opened myself up to um, risk of getting something else completely unrelated to this temporary injury, you know, that I experienced. Um, so I'm very thankful. And, and then, yeah, pastor had confirmed to me, you know, what I was feeling in my heart that I was putting in my heart was like, don't do this. So I started to realize that, you know, the enemy is getting very sneaky with me, you know, and, and if I would not have responded to that thought that God had I feel that God had put in my heart to look this up. I could have possibly um, ended up, you know, in a much worse situation, you know, and I would have just walked right into it um, ignorantly. So uh, I'm very blessed and thankful for that. I'm thankful that God is teaching me how to fight in a different way in regards to my body and, you know, healing and what I speak. And then, you know, as far as other things in the family, God has done great things this week for us in our family and restoring our relationships. And um, it's just beautiful to see. And also just bringing us to the end of this amazing month. You know, I, I'm still like a little bit in a dream. Like, like Nisi said, you know, like I, I sometimes I'm like, I'm really like in Port Jervis again. I'm really living somewhere else. I'm really living like a, a minute from the church. <laughs> it's just all still new. And uh, I'm very thankful. So God has been very, very good to our family. And we've seen him finishing a lot of um, unfinished things this month. And uh, yeah, we're we're really blessed. So I'm very thankful. So praise the Lord. I don't know. There's a lot of other things I could share, but that's, that's the main things. So praise God, praise God, praise God for Lorraine's testimony. Praise God for what God has done for Lorraine, giving her a very blessed week um, this week. Like, God, um, like she was sharing that um, God protected her from whatever the devil wanted to do, you know, to her body. 
and um, God also brought um, a beautiful family reunion this um, week. God has done so much, so much um, in her life, and each one of you, God has done so much, and we praise God for that. We're so happy to hear uh, from um, Kavita because we were expecting that we had prayed for um, um, Amrissa. So um, um, we know God is very faithful. God will bring that healing, you know, to her body as she yields herself to the Lord. And I'm actually seeing um, Amrissa seeking God, you know, seeking God, sincerely seeking God. She's sincerely seeking God. So um, God is working in her life. And so we thank God for what God is doing in her, God, what God is doing in Anora, what God is doing in um, Drisha. Um, it's so beautiful to see what the Lord is doing because his children um, are seeking the Lord. Now they want to do God's will. They want to know, is this okay with the Lord? You know, can we do this or not? And that is the spirit of God working in the children, uh, moving them towards the ways of God, towards the things of God. We praise God for what God is doing. Praise God for Lorraine's testimony again. Um, for the great things God has done and for each one of you, what God has done in each one of your lives. We praise God for his tremendous work that um, God is doing. And we know God is going to do great mighty things. I was in prayer um, last night um, for quite some time and uh, into the early morning um, hours. And um, our, our family was in prayer and uh, God spoke a lot of things um, about the upcoming month, months, about the election. A lot of details God has given, God has spoken. And um, uh, my phone is actually full. So um, my son is actually working on emptying the phone and then I'll be able to tra transcribe it. And I want to actually text it um, today to Pastor Pradeep so I have the timestamp on it. Um, I have the voice recording, you know, with the date, but um, God has spoken a lot, spoken a lot. And um, God is taking us into a very blessed period, very blessed period. And God is going to do great, mighty things in our midst. So we praise God for um, what God has done and what God will do. You know, I have, I got two songs, two power songs also. Um Many songs I've not been able to really do any recording, um, you know, voice recording on the phone because my phone is really full. And, um, so I have, we recorded yesterday on Esther's phone and I'm not able to transfer that to my phone. That's the reason I was not able to really put any songs on the recording group because I'm not able to actually, you know, um, record anything on it, what God has given so far. But, um, God is really faithful. God is going to do great and mighty things in our lives as we continue to keep our eyes on the Lord, not on anything that is around us and not on what people do, what people say, what is happening to the rest of the people. For God's people, this is going to be the best times, you know, in, in, in life and history and everything in general. So we really need to keep our eyes on Jesus Christ and keep moving forward. So I miss my phone. Because <laughs> I use my phone um, for the Bible and everything during preaching, so I don't have it with me. So I'm just going to use the um, physical copy today. I need to change my glasses, but um, that is good. So we'll pray. I don't have the word yet, but we're going to.
pray. You know, the Lord will speak to us. Father, we thank you, Lord, for this time. Thank you, Lord, for your faithfulness. Thank you, Lord, for your goodness. You crown us with joy. You crown us with loving kindness and tender mercies. And we thank you, Lord, that you crown us with your goodness. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for all these testimonies, Lord. We thank you, Lord, for who you are to us. We thank you, Lord, for what you have done in our lives so far. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you, Lord. We thank you, Heavenly Father, for who you are to each one of your daughters who are here. Thank you, Father, for all the glorious testimonies. We're giving each one a good week, a very good week, Lord, for helping us to close out this month with Thanksgiving. And we thank you, Lord. We thank you, Lord. Our hearts are filled with thanksgiving towards our awesome God, our only King, our only true God, our living Lord. We thank you, Father. Thank you for opening the door, Lord, in Archana's family. Thank you, Father, for opening their mouths to speak your truth, to testify, not be afraid, not be ashamed, but to boldly declare who their God is. I thank you, Lord. I pray that you will Touch every family member in their home, that they too may, the Lord, taste and see that the Lord is good. They too may walk in this royal path. They too may be blessed by this glorious good God. That they too may live a life full of joy, peace, happiness, and fullness, Lord. Thank you, Father. Continue to, Lord, be with us and speak to us. We commit ourselves into your hands. May the Spirit of the Lord do a mighty work in our lives. This morning, we thank you. We praise you that each mom, father, Lord, become, Lord, a woman of God, a mighty woman of God, according to your power, according to your presence, according to your word, according to your faithfulness. And I pray that the work of the Holy Spirit may make each one a mother who would have a great influence in the lives of their children. I thank you, I praise you. I bind all the works of darkness in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. We're going to turn our Bibles to the book of James. James. And um, let me just go there. Okay, this doesn't have this over here. So... I would need your help. Okay, I have it. I have another Bible here. My Bible is in the other room. Okay. So, James. Yes. Okay. James chapter 1, and someone read verse 1, 2, 3, 4, yes, 1 to 4. By the way, does anyone remember what was the message last week? I, I have it in my notes. I'm just... Yeah. Yeah, it's not. 
Okay. So it was spiritual warfare. Mm. Know the game. How to win the game. And then practicing. Mm. Uh, practicing for me, it means knowledge through instruction of books. Mm. And then you have mentioned Satan will use works of flesh and mm. God will use works of spirit. Yes. And you had mentioned when God has a plan for us, then Satan will try to attack and uh, regarding that plan. Yes. So it was mentioned like if you are doing a good things like sharing word with others, you will face opposition and it means that you are on correct path. Praise God. Thank you. Thank you. Praise God. So now today we're just going to look at a few verses that deals with trials. What are trials and what does it do to us? Does everyone have trials? And what does it do to us? So we'll just read from verse one. James, a servant of God, and of the Lord Jesus Christ, to the twelve tribes which are scattered abroad. Greeting. My brethren, count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations, knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. I want to stop here. I want to go into verse 5, but before that, we want to... Hi, Kavita. How was your week? Oh, sorry. I just thought for a second Kavita was Leela. Okay. I want to continue. Oh, never mind. Sorry about that, Kavita. <laughs> you spoke already. <laughs> okay. So let's go to verse 2. My brethren... Count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. She turned the camera on. Good. I can see her face. (laughs) Knowing this, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. But let patience have her perfect work, that ye may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Jesus said in Matthew 5, if you look at the last verse, be perfect as your father in heaven is perfect. So today, we really want to see a little bit about how to become perfect. God said, be perfect, right? God said, be perfect. Just like who? Our heavenly father is perfect. So he's not saying be perfect like your earthly father. Be perfect like your school teacher. Be perfect like, you know, someone out there. But God is saying the perfection standard he sets before us is the standard of our heavenly father. He says, Be perfect as your father in heaven is perfect. Matthew chapter 5. That's the last verse of that chapter. So whatever number that is, you can put put it there, but it's the last verse. Be perfect as your father in heaven is perfect. So now God has given us a command in Matthew 5, which is to be perfect just like him, just like God the Father. And in James chapter 1, verses two, three, and four, the Spirit of the Lord has recorded something very important which actually teaches us how to be perfect. See, God never tells us, do this and never be without showing us how to do this. 
He's never going to say, I want you to do this and never give us the steps how to accomplish it. Never gives us the grace how to, you know, work it out. So he shows us how to do it and then he empowers us to do it. So write these two things down. If God called us to do something, he shows us how to do it and he empowers us to do it. See, both are necessary. We can learn a lot of things in our head. We can learn lots of steps and methods as to how to do certain things. But if we don't have the power to accomplish it, then we are powerless. It'll actually make us feel miserable because we know how to do it and we're not able to. But the good thing with God Almighty is when he calls us to do something, and right here as moms, our primary call over here is a mom first. So as a mom, when God has called us to do something, he shows us how to really do this role, you know, fulfill this role as a mom with perfection. And he gives us the strength to do, be that perfect mom, just like our father in heaven. He's a perfect dad. And God says to your family, you can really be a perfect mom. You can really be that uh, example of perfection on earth through Christ who strengthens us. So, we receive the strength from God for what God has called us to do and to be. And then he also gives us the steps as to how to grow in perfection and to become like Jesus Christ. So in James chapter 1 verse 2, we see the first step is count it all joy when you fall into diverse temptations. Those The temptations in the old King James, you know, it's, it is a temptation, but the actual word is trials. So when you go through any difficult circumstances, any problems that you may face, the first thing that we need to do if we really want to be like our Heavenly Father is take a challenge as a challenge with a good attitude. Write this down. Our attitude is very important. Whatever comes our way, whatever, just like how we are so happy when we see good things. When you see something negative that is coming, maybe somebody's getting sick or something goes wrong with the job or something happens, you know, to our body or something happens with the finances. We need to face it with a good attitude. Face your challenge. Face your trial with a good attitude. So God is not saying, oh, if you're going to sin, be happy. No, this is not talking about temptation even if it's a temptation we need to know that we're called to overcome the temptation you always have a testimony so whether it's a temptation or a trial whatever it is that comes your way we need to understand that i need to face it as a warrior with a mentality with a mindset that there's a challenge and i'm going to say bring it on i'm going to overcome this through christ who strengthens me so our attitude so the first thing is our attitude should be positive. Our attitude should be cheerful. Our attitude should be like how God's attitude is. See, if we want to copy God, we need to be like him. The first thing that we need to overcome and we need to watch is our mind. Our mind is very important. How we handle things. When something comes our way, when some trial comes our way, we face it with a good attitude, with a positive attitude, with a joyful attitude. So God shows us how to really be perfect like God the Father. Any challenge comes, you know, anyone threatening his kingdom, anyone trying to, you know, threaten his reputation, anyone tries to hurt his people, he's not going to say, oh boy, again, no. He says, really? And he goes with 
that boldness, with a positive attitude, but she knows that whatever comes against him is nothing before the living God. So when we have that same attitude, being daughters of the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords, we know because of our Father in Heaven, because of Christ who strengthens us, whatever we face is nothing for us too, because of God, because of God, not just because of us, because we know we cannot handle anything in our own strength. We cannot face the enemy in our own strength because we don't wrestle with flesh and blood. But when we have God Almighty on our side, whatever we face is nothing before God. So we need to have that confidence. Whatever trial we face, we have to have the confidence that I will win. I'm a winner through Christ who strengthens me. I will overcome this. This is nothing. There's an opportunity for another testimony. So how do you face it when you face a trial? With joy. With a good attitude. With joy. So that's your first point. You want to have that written down. Why do you have joy when you face the trial? See, anything that we believe in, we need to know why we believe in. Anything we're going to do, we need to know why we're doing it. And God is such a good God. He never says in his word that I just said it, so simply do it. No, he's a good father, good parent who explains everything. So we know what we're doing, not just ignorantly following. Even though he's God, we can fully trust him, even if we don't understand. But he wants us to understand. He's a good parent who communicates with his children. And he has communicated his heart in his word. And so it's important for us to take time to read and see what is his heart? What is he trying to say here? And how can I really get a hold of this word so that I can prosper? So he says in verse 3, why do we have to be happy knowing this, verse 3, that the trying of your faith worketh patience. So there's something happening over here. When a trial comes, it is always coming to test your faith. So write this down. Trial comes to test our faith. Just like how examination comes to test our knowledge in a particular subject, in a particular grade, trials come to test our faith. So trials are necessary. Trials are good. Trials are unavoidable. If we think that, oh, I have want to live a life with no trials, then we are going to be pretty um, deficient in our spiritual lives. But trials are important because they are sent to test our faith, to see you know, how strong our faith is, to see that how much we've grown in our faith, to see how real our faith is. So trials are good. Trials are a must. And trials really produce something. So write this down. Your trial will produce something. Your trial will test your faith. And your trial will produce something if you face your trial with joy and know that there's a purpose to the trials and use the principles that God has given when you face the trials. See, whatever you face, you know that you are an overcomer. Whatever you face, you know that you can face it and you can come out successfully because you can do all things through Christ who strengthens us. And you know that by his stripes you are healed if it's a physical health issue. And you know that he has already given you the healing. And if it's a monetary need, you know that he causes you to prosper, that prosperity is in the blood of Jesus and the covenant and in the Old Testament as well. 
Healing is in the covenant in the old and the new as well. So these are things God has laid up for us, his people. And so when we know, okay, these are things God has given already, whatever I need. See, when we need something, if we have money in the bank, what we do, we pay our bills, we can get it at at the ATM. We can make use of it. So when we know healing and prosperity and blessing, God has stored up for us through the blood of Jesus and we have it. It's in reserve. All I need to do is take it every time I'm in need. I don't have to complain. There's no need to complain here because uh, the the resource is right there. I have it right there. Everything through Jesus Christ. That's why God's word says in one simple sentence, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. All things, all things through Christ who strengthens me. So trials are meant to test our faith. I want to focus on the word faith. What kind of faith do we have? Is it a genuine faith? Is it an active faith? Is it a passive faith? Is it a faith that will last? That's what the test will do. To see that. Do you have active faith? Do you really believe regardless of what you see? Do you really believe in God and not what you see? Do you really believe that God's word said that it would accomplish this? And do you really believe that? So the trials will really come to test our faith in God. In God's word how our faith is, how much have we grown in our faith. Very important. And what will happen is every time we get a grade, we get a score, what happens? We go to the next topic or we go to the next grade or we go to the next unit. There's always a forward momentum after a test. So testing is good because you move from one chapter to another, one chapter of your life, one chapter of your faith. The Bible says we grow from faith to faith. We're going towards perfection. So what is happening? We're actually going, growing in stages. We're moving from one level to the other. When? When we face trials. So trials are there to really assess us and to promote us. Trials are allowed by God to really assess where we are. When we pass it, they are there as elevators, as promoters to move us from one level to the other. So anytime we see trials, we should be very happy. You know why? We're actually going to go to the next level. We're actually going to go to the next level. We're actually going to grow through this process. Our faith is really going to shine. Whatever is in there, whatever work God has done, whatever studies that you have underwent, whatever topics that you took all the time to prepare and prepare and prepare, now you wait for the test. Imagine you prepare and prepare and there's no test. How will you feel? The whole thing is a total waste. But the test is there. You want to get over it. You study for a week and after that you said, okay, enough. I want the test. Why? Because you want to finish that and go to the next one. You don't want to sit in the same spot. So trials are good. Trials are meant to test our faith and then promote us. Promote us to the next level in our spiritual life, in our material life, in our family life. In every way, when we pass the test, what happens? There's an elevation. There is a glory in that area, whether it's finances, whether it's spiritual life, and everything will be linked to the spiritual life, by the way. So there is a progress when it comes to going through trials. So it's not like, okay, I'm just going to somehow bite my teeth and endure trials. No, we don't want to go through it like that. We want to go through our trials with joy, knowing that this is working towards my elevation. This is working towards my 
elevation, that I'm going from one level to the other. So can't enjoy it. This is why we're happy when we face trials. This is why our attitude is very important. You know, they say when you go through labor, the women who really kick and scream and make a big scene are the ones who really feel more pain because they actually hype everything up by making a scene because psychologically, the more they kick and scream, they become weaker emotionally. And that goes true for any pain. People who really make a big deal of something little, all of a sudden they feel the weight that they never felt before. The pain becomes intensified. Emotional pain or physical pain or whatever it is. So the mind is very important. If our mind is really strong and it is given over to the word of God, whatever we're going through it, it'll be worth it. And it'll be a breeze as we go through it because we know that we're going through it. We're going through it with joy. We're counting a joy. We rejoice when we go through trials because I know there's a purpose. I know I'm going to grow. I know I'm going to get stronger. I know I'm going to get taller. I know I'm going to be placed in another place once I'm done with this. It's like exams. People write for promotions. They know once I'm done with this, that I really study. I know that I'm not going to be in the same seat. I'm going to be in a different office, in a different room, with a different salary, with a different title. You look forward to that. Trials are just like that, if not even more, because it brings an elevation in the spiritual realm. And when that elevation comes in the spiritual realm, there's a blessing all around us, everywhere. Physically, spiritually, emotionally, mentally, relationally, everywhere, God will just lift us up. It'll be like just going from one level to the other. So we can't all joy. So right attitude joy in our hearts is how we face the trials. That's the first thing. And then we know that trials are meant to test our faith. There's a purpose for every trial. It is testing our faith. Whatever Bible reading we did, whatever messages we heard, and whatever prayer that we're praying, when the trial comes, it really shows our true color. How much are we really trusting in God? Now, based on that, what will happen if during the trial, we feel like shaky and we're weak, God will actually, if we take it to God, God will strengthen us and God will actually strengthen that area so that we'll be tested again until we pass. So we have to write that down. Until we pass, we'll be tested. Just like how in the earthly realm, you can't go to the next grade without passing. You cannot get a degree without passing that um, subject. Even if it is one, you have to pass that. In the spiritual life also, unless I pass the trial, I will be tested again and again and again. That's the wilderness journey. That's what happened to the people of Israel. 40 years they were in the wilderness. Why? They failed. All 40 years they failed. Then the next generation went in because they passed. So they went in. So trials are meant to test our faith and we are supposed to pass the test in order for us to go into perfection. So if for us to become perfect, we need to face our trials with the right attitude and with joy and have the purpose in our mind that when I go through trials, this is for my elevation and my whole mentality and how I face it is going to change, knowing that this is for my betterment. This is actually going to make me better. This is actually going to grow me. This is actually going to make me strong. This is actually going to make me like God the Father into perfection, going from where I am. So what is it doing? It's actually taking away the imperfections as I keep getting tested. The imperfections are falling away. God is strengthening me. My 
mind is changing, the way I'm talking is changing, the way I'm thinking is changing, the way I'm talking to others is changing. Not only am I not complaining, but I'm actually helping others who are complaining. See, all those changes will come when you face your trials with joy, with the right attitude. And let's go here. Verse 3, the trying of your faith worketh patience. You know why? When you go through trials, it's never going to be like trial, one second, and it's over, two seconds. No. Trial is for a time period. So during the time period, our patience is tested. And if you have baked cookies or cake, you'll know. You have to put it in the oven and you have to sit and wait. What what can someone say? It is testing my patience. You know, can someone say, I just put it in right now, next minute I want to pull it out and I want to eat. Because I want to eat. I can't be patient. If I can't be patient, then I really cannot eat the cookie that is baked. I can probably scoop it up with a spoon and eat the dough, but not the cookie. But if I'm patiently waiting, either 25 minutes, 30 minutes, or 45 minutes, depending on what you're baking, you can actually take the fine finished product and you can enjoy. You know, sometimes some people, you know, want to eat so they're so hungry, they really want to eat so fast. They take something out of the stove and they put it in their mouth and they get burnt. Why? Because they were not patient. You waited this long for cooking, wait for a few more minutes, right? Till it cools down. So the patience is so important. When we're going through trials, always write this down. Trial is for a period, a set time, a set time frame, a set period, a set duration. So it's so important for us to have the right attitude, not just to say when it's going to be over, when it's going to be over, when it's going to be over. But instead of thinking when it's going to be over, we have to think about, I'm going to get the reward. I'm going to be elevated. And I'm going through this because now this is actually working out patience. I'm going to get even more patient through this. The more we face it with the right attitude in a way that God wants us to, even the duration is going to become less the trial time is really going to become less and we're going to not feel like it's dragged out. You know, anytime people start complaining with anything, even if it's baking, the 30 minutes will look like 30 hours, you know, because of our attitude. Not because the time change, no. It feels dragged many times. So it's important for us to know trials are for a set period of time, but it will bring a very beautiful result at the end. It works out the patience that is necessary in our spiritual lives. Because the Bible says, with patience, possess ye your souls. So if I don't have patience, I really cannot guard my soul. I need to have patience. So patience is a virtue. It's very important. Love, joy, peace, patience, kindness, faithfulness, gentleness. This is all fruit of the sphere. So when this needs to be developed, when we need to become perfect like a father in heaven, trials are a good way of really leading us towards the perfection. To really know, okay, now I have to wait. While I'm waiting, I'm praising God. While I'm waiting, I'm rejoicing in Him. While I'm waiting, I'm not complaining. I'm happy. That's when the beginning I said, a good attitude. We're a good attitude. An attitude of thanksgiving. An attitude of joy. And the Bible says here, 
Verse 4. But let patience have a perfect work. That he may be perfect and entire, wanting nothing. Let that patience work. That means if it takes longer, let it take longer. Don't complain about it. Don't say, oh God, when will this be over? I can't wait. See, complaining is not going to really make things better. It's only going to make things worse because it'll take even longer. But if we say, Lord, the duration that you have, I'm going to see what you're going to accomplish through me in here. I'm going to see what you're going to accomplish in me in here. So I thank you for this trial because without God's knowledge, nothing comes to us without his knowledge, nothing. So if he has allowed it in his sovereign will, then it is for my betterment. It is for me to succeed. It is for me to grow. It is for me to become perfect like Father God. So when we allow that trial to be brought to us and we face it with a good attitude, with joy in our hearts, and be patient, endure it patiently, the Bible says here in verse 4, that it will work towards our perfection and there will be no wanting. That means if something is perfect, you cannot really find any mistake in it. You cannot find any flaw in it. If you want to really be like a diamond, you know, that is really pure and that has no flaws, you know, you can't see any black spot in it. That just light goes right through it. Then we have to be people who will learn to praise him in everything, through everything and have that right attitude. That complaining should not be there in our lives at all. And as we praise God through everything and face the trials with a good attitude, knowing that, you know what? I'm going to be promoted. This is my gateway to success. This is my gateway to becoming like Jesus. That I'm going to be patient and I'm going to praise Him through all of this. And as we praise Him, every prison door will fall. Every shackle will fall. And we will actually have a grateful heart and a grand testimony. And at the end of it, we'll feel like, wow, I would never trade this experience for anything else. So we need to have that attitude in our hearts that will lead us into perfection. So every trial is going to lead us more and more and more and more into perfection, being like God. Be perfect as your Father in heaven is perfect. So I'd really encourage you to meditate on these three verses on perfection and really hold on to it. Even during this upcoming weeks, no matter what you face, understand that there's a purpose to it. And this purpose is to make me like Jesus. To make me what God wants me to be. To really make me perfect. And it's not that God is really putting me through some suffering so that, you know, I suffer and somehow enter into heaven. No. It's a glorious way where God takes us through the trials that we face the trials with confidence through the word of God, that we face it, face the challenge with the attitude of Christ, with the mind of Christ, with the confidence that through his word, I will overcome everything. I'm going to see the word work like Divya was telling, using the word. She was telling her mom to use the word by his stripes, I'm healed. And when you use the word, now you see the word works and the same word can work for everything because his word works. Every principle, every it's one principle, but it works for every situation. So as we go through a trial, now we know this word really works. Next time I can use it. Next time I can use it. And what happens to us, we become an expert in all different areas as we keep using the word of God. And that's what God wants us to do. As the trial comes, it really strengthens us 
enables us, empowers us. He strengthens us with his strength and he teaches us how to fight. And then he puts us in the battlefield. Now, when we fight, we get promoted from being a little soldier to a bigger soldier to a bigger soldier to a bigger soldier to a bigger soldier. There's a promotion every time we face trials. So count it joy when you enter into any kind of trial because you know now it's actually a platform for your elevation that God stands with you, that this is to produce the patience. If you think you have patience, when you go through a different trial, it'll produce greater patience. You grow in patience. You grow in faith. You grow in holiness. You grow. There's a growth. It's never a stagnation when it comes to things of God, that you grow into perfection. So every blemish will be taken away. So in the kingdom of God, there's growth. And as we grow, we grow to become more like Jesus Christ in to the perfect image of the measure, the stature, the fullness of Jesus Christ. So praise be to God. We're going to go into prayer. I think it's going to be, it's 930 exactly. So we're going to pray. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Jesus. 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 Father, we thank you, Lord, for speaking to our hearts through your holy word. Lord, you've been so good, so good to us. Thank you for every valley, for every trial, every path that you're leading us through, that you've led us through, that you've brought us through. We thank you, Lord. We thank you. Because your whole goal is to make us perfect, that we don't lack anything. And thank you, Father, for teaching us this day to have that good attitude, to face every situation, every trial with a good attitude, to have the attitude of joy and praise, to have the attitude of thanksgiving, to have the attitude that I'm an overcomer, to have a positive attitude, an attitude of praise and expectation using the word of God so that our faith that is being tested be proven to be as gold every single time and we move from one level to the other. So I pray, Lord, that you'll bless each and every precious mom that is here. So you're leading each one to be a perfect mom that you want each one of them to be. I pray for your special strength and for your special wisdom, for your special power to rest upon them as they meditate on this word that you've given to them, Father. They may not just stay in their notebook, but they may meditate on it all through the week. It may become one with them that they may not forget this when they go through any kind of trial. That they may not let any discouragement come near them, O God. They may be people of faith, people of power, people of love, people of perfection like God the Father. To do everything gloriously, beautifully, perfectly like God with no flaw. In whatever they do, it may be a perfect sacrifice to you. So I pray that you bless Archana, bless Kavita, bless Divya, bless Nisi, bless Lorraine, bless Jinsi. Father, thank you for the time that you've given us, Lord, to spend time in your presence. Thank you, Lord, for putting us long in each one of their mouths to 
sing your praises today to give glory to you. Thank you for Nisi. Thank you, Lord, for what you've done in her life. Thank you, Lord Jesus. I pray that your blessings rest upon every mom that is here. That you'll cause them, Lord, to go from faith to faith and from strength to strength. I pray for Dowlin. Pray for Leela, that you have your hand upon them. Pray for Shelpa, have your hand upon her. And pray, Lord, that you will strengthen every single one as they listen to the recording later. And pray that your word may produce great results, O Lord, in each one of their lives. And thank you, Lord. I praise you. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. May the Lord bless us and keep us. May the Lord cause his face to shine upon us and be gracious to us. May the Lord lift up his countenance upon us and bless us with his peace. May the grace of the Lord Jesus Christ, may the love of God the Father and the sweet fellowship of his Holy Spirit rest and remain with us all now and until we see Jesus face to face. Amen.